Okay, hello, hello, <laughs> and welcome back to the Don't Judge, Just Love podcast. This is your first time. Well, awesome, and welcome to the Don't Judge, Just Love podcast. It's also our very first episode. Very first full, legit episode. We're so pumped you guys are here. Um, we thought that for our first full episode, we would start with who the heck we are. A little bit about how we met, um, our marriage, our kids, just all the things. We always get a lot of questions about this, so we thought this would be the perfect opportunity to dive a little deeper into all of that and answer some of those questions that we often get about our family. Um, we decided we would do this in a little, a fun little way. I thought this would be fun um, <laughs> <laughs> if we kind of did this interview style. So Chase and I are going to take turns asking each other questions about those things I just talked about, about our background, about who we are, how we met, blah, 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 all the things. Um, and the rule is the other person, the person who is, let's see, the rule is the interviewer has the opportunity or is allowed to interject if the interviewee is answering the question in a stupid way. <laughs> okay. That's mostly for no, me in no, case no. I'm asking Chase a question and I don't like how he's answering it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, That's good. So let's go, Chase. I'll, okay. I'll ask the question first. Um, Chase, how did we meet? Okay, so I'm already anticipating this. She's going to interject at some point. But how did we meet? So Shannon and I met through a mutual friend who tried to set us up on a blind date. And he actually said to me, um, he was like, Chase, I think this girl might be your wife. And I was like, okay, then why aren't you dating her? And a fair question. And then he told me, well, I'm dating the girl that I am dating right now um, and, you know, planning to ask to marry her. And I was like, oh, well, that makes sense then. Um, <laughs> but he said that she was an awesome girl and that I should really take her out um, because, he saw, or he knew both both of us really well, and thought that we would be a good, uh, I don't know, blind date. I guess blind date story. A good match, and uh, boy, did he nail it! Yeah. <laughs> so he tried to set up set us up on a blind date, and the first time didn't work. The second time didn't work, and then the next time I saw Shannon, which was like months and months later, it was so, on. And then, sorry. See, so she's she's interjecting. She's already anticipating that I'm going to say something that okay. Obviously. Um, Chase and I were both going to school at BYU. That's where we went to college. Um, that's kind of where this was all happening. And this mutual friend of ours, we all worked at the same place, but it was it was a place with a lot of employees. So it's called the Missionary Training Center. Chase and I both taught missionaries for our church, the Church of Jesus Christ. So um, we had, even though we worked at the same place, we had never actually crossed paths. So mm -hmm. I had never seen him, met him, um, but we had this mutual friend in common who was kind of in both of our ears about needing to set us up, like wanting to set us up. Um, we had Facebook at the time, so when we say it's a blind date, you kind of... That makes us sound so old, but it was. No, it was, it was Facebook yeah, Facebook was around. Like yeah, we when it, Facebook started, and we, so we Not could kind of Instagram, Facebook stalk each other, and so you us. knew what the other person looked like, so it wasn't like a completely blind date, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's Chase's way of being like, 
She wasn't a total dumpster no, fire. So I, I guess I was willing to try it out. No. Although I went back and looked at my Facebook pictures that he was stalking. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. In every single one of them. No. So. No fun. I saw her on Facebook campus stalked. months later. Yep. And. I was going to, at, at the same college, BYU, they had a testing center. So you didn't just take tests in the classroom. You went to a building that was where most you took most of your tests. And so I was like super stressed because it was like a class that was going to get me into the program that I wanted to study for college. And so I was not focused on what was going on around me. Anyways, I bumped into Shannon as she was coming out of the testing center and I was going in and I recognized her face. I didn't, I didn't know from where at the, at the moment, but I was like, oh my gosh, you know what? We were supposed to go on a blind date together. No, no. Interjecting again. What? <laughs> so yeah, we run into each other outside of the testing center and it was this like, Chase was like a deer in the headlights because he like stops me and he's like, oh, hey. And I'm like, oh, hey. I know you from and somewhere. I could That's... tell by the look on his face is like he recognized me, but he couldn't remember where, like you said. Um, <laughs> and then it's like I can see the wheels turning on his face as he's like talking to me more. And he's like, oh, yeah, weren't, weren't we supposed to go on a blind date? Is that how we know each other? And I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah. And of course, like I remembered exactly who he was. <laughs> I remembered, I knew all the details, but I'm like playing it cool. Like, yeah, how do I know you again? He's like, weren't we supposed to go on a blind date? And I was like, oh yeah, I think we were. And then he's like, well, see you later. <laughs> I don't think I said whelp. I think, yeah, I, think I was like, up. oh, well, well see, you later. <laughs> see you later. And I was like, yeah, good to see you. Bye. And I walk away thinking, all right, if the dude does not ask you out in that moment, he is not interested. Am I right, ladies? Can I get an amen? Like, <laughs> it could not have been more perfectly teed up for this man, and he did not ask me out. Now, the hilarious thing is, in hindsight, now that I know Chase, it makes perfect sense. Like, <laughs> I was so focused. I was, was in the so, zone. I was in like, the flow state. Frazzled with, like, being nervous for this test and then running into me. Like, he, I think he was just discombobulated. <laughs> So I miss I miss that opportunity. Didn't have the presence of mind to ask me out in that moment, but miss I walked that away opportunity. being like, "Okay, that's that's not going to be a thing." Months later, I saw her again, and I was not going to make that mistake again. And so I uh, walked up to her and I said, "Hey, I don't do this Where did very you often. See me? Where I saw you in a computer lab. This is at school again. And I had just finished. Uh, it was a group project, and so I walked out, and this girl was standing next to me while I was talking with Shannon. I was like, "Oh, hey, good to see you again." And so I start stri striking up a conversation with Shannon, and I was about to ask her out, but this girl that I was had just finished the group project with was just standing right there next to me. <laughs> so I couldn't ask her out like, right. I mean, I could have, but I just felt really awkward asking her out right in front of this girl. So anyways, I walk, I walk away with this girl and then I walk back like a minute or 30 seconds later. And I was like, Hey, look, I never do this, which I don't, I don't, like, I, uh -huh. this wasn't a line. Yeah. I said, I never do this. I'm sure. <laughs> I never do this. Um, are you dating anyone? And she's like, no. And then I was like, would you let me take you out? And she said, sure. And then He's the so rest is <laughs> history. <laughs> no, it was, it was, uh, 
It was funny because, yeah, that is how it went down. But he leaves with his uh, colleague, whatever, the girl in his class. And then, like, yeah, five minutes later or something, we were in, I was in a computer lab, and there was this row of windows at the top of the lab. And um, I, like, five minutes later, I see the top of his little head, like, bobbing, <laughs> bobbing along <laughs> these windows. And I'm like, and I could see him, like, coming back to the computer lab. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Did he forget something? And then he, like, walks straight over manned up and did the dang thing <laughs> and it was, it was a good moment it was a very That's good how moment. it all finally came together he finally grew a pair <laughs> and asked me out oh my gosh okay so that's how we met that's how we met so let's talk a little bit, Shannon. Why don't you answer the question? How yeah, how long? Ask, Chase. How long did we date before we got engaged and married? Okay, so once Chase finally got the balls to ask me out, <laughs> um, <laughs> we went on our first date. We went roller skating, which would have been cute if I wasn't the world's worst roller skater. And of course, like Chase was really good at it. It all made Breaks sense. Breaks the touch barrier, it like we're holding hands because she was a little there, bit unstable. Like rolling, roller skating backwards, like doing like pirouettes and stuff. <laughs> like who knows how to. Wasn't doing pirouettes, <laughs> just triple axel. But <laughs> triple axel on the roller skates. <laughs> but he was like weirdly good at roller skating. And I'm out there like sweating, just trying so hard to not fall flat on my bum and hating everything <laughs> and trying not to be a brat about. Uh, this this date um but that was our first date and we went on I don't know I don't know how many dates afterward long story short Chase and I dated for what a month and a half yeah a month and a half before we got engaged our first date was the very end of July and then um we got engaged right before Halloween so August, September. No, so it was longer than yeah, that. Yeah, two August, September, and a half months. October. It was three months. Oh my gosh, that makes me feel so much better. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Chase had me convinced. We were like reviewing some of this in prep for this podcast, and he was like, "Yeah, it was like a month, month and a half that we dated." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, are we that insane? Did we do that? <laughs> we are insane because it was only three months, which is not better. It's not much better, but it was three months. Three That's months. Right. September." August, September. And then how soon before we got married? And then we got, we actually tied the knot December 18th. So we got engaged right before Halloween, very end of October, and we got married on December 18th, 2010. So yeah. It's pretty quick. So, So we are actually insane. And I was just curious. So I looked up, I did a little Google search as we were prepping for this. And this was a survey of people that, how long people date before they get married. And here's what they found, that 12% of people dated less than a year before they got married. Holla! 36% <laughs> dated for one to three Where years. 12% at? And then 51% waited for over three years before they, they got married from when they started dating. So, yeah, so that is, so what is that, 80, or yeah, 87%. So... So where's the 12%, <laughs> top 12%. Where's the rest of the percentage? I guess there's one more percent. The, the 12 and the 36. Yeah, anyways. So there's a half a percent in there, probably in some of those numbers. 
Um, but yeah, top 12%. And I wonder how many of those, uh, that was just within a year and we were the, we were five months. So, but we knew each other longer than that. Right. I think we'd met, um, a year before that. We had met before that. That has its own long story. I, (laughs) I won't even, I won't tell that. We'll share on a different episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it all worked out for Chase. I mean. <laughs> it did. And it all worked out for Shannon too. No, it did <laughs> All is well that ends well, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know that I would. We always joke that if our children try to pull a stunt like that, we will <laughs> we will put the hard pass on that. But uh, it worked for us. It did. Here, here we are. Um, okay. So my turn for a question. Chase, how long did we wait then after we were married to have kids? So we waited, I think it was three years, three Three and a half years. We waited three years to start trying to have kids. Um, This is hilarious because I distinctly remember we'd been married for about six months. Um, Chase walks in and he's like, so what do you think about like, should we start maybe trying to have, you know, like think about trying to get pregnant? I was like, are you for real, dude? <laughs> I was like, hell no. <laughs> it's way too soon. Um, so then we pendulum swung to the other side, waited a full, <laughs> a full three years. Um, but we had Jack. Our oldest son is Jack. He was eight. Had him when I was 29. Don't know why I'm telling you my age because you don't need to know that and I don't. Do I want you to know that? <laughs> but here we are. Now you know. And then Jack, um, after Jack, there was Charlie. Then we had Charlie. Two years later. Baby number two. Yep. I had it in my head that like every two years, I was just going to like, once we got going, I was like, all right, I'm just going to pop these suckers out. Like, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> so every two years, the plan was to have a baby. So we had Charlie right on, right on that schedule, two years. Um, and I guess now we get, you know, we get into the story of how the girls got their diagnosis. Yeah. Did you say Ava? Oh, no, I didn't. So we have another child, Ava, <laughs> who's four, who's two years Ava, younger than Charlie. Then we had Ava. And then we're Dr. also Char-Char. currently going through the IVF process to try to have more kids. That was a lot of info. That was. We dumped right there. Yes. And we'll talk more about that in a future episode as well. Yep. Um, but let's yeah, let's talk about the the story about um, Charlotte. So, when did you when did we start to know something was different with Charlotte? So, Charlotte, we we call her Charlie. Charlie was about um, four months old, I want to say, when we started to realize like, ooh, something might be going on here. Um, I remember we took her to a routine doctor's check at four months, like her four-month checkup, and she had lost weight, which was obviously super concerning. We got admitted at that time. They thought it was maybe just a food allergy thing, that I was losing my milk. We tried a bunch of different hypoallergenic formulas, um, and then still problems, problems. And what kind of the impetus for us realizing that it was something deeper was that as a result of her losing weight and being admitted and all of that, we had started meeting with a speech and swallow therapist who was helping us with the feedings um, and, you know, figuring out the the feeding situation. And I had mentioned to her that, um, that we had started noticing this 
odd behavior from Charlie that almost looked like a startle reflex, but not quite. It was just this weird sort of spasm is what it looked like. like all of the limbs like kind of sticking out like this. Yeah, she would kind of do this like jolty. Eyes would roll back. Thing. Her eyes would deviate. Um, and it would, it happened in a cluster. Like she'd do it several times consecutively. Um, and these clusters would happen, you know, a few times a day. And it was often right after she would wake up from a nap. And I mentioned this to her and, um, the speech therapist, swallow therapist was like, you know, I don't want to scare you, but just want to put this on your radar. What you're describing kind of sounds like what a seizure can look like in really small kiddos. So don't want to freak you out, but just like keep an eye on it. Anyway, it did freak us out. We went home and did all this Googling, all this research, um, and came to find out that what Charlie was having was called infantile spasms, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's it's a spasm that happens in infants, but it's it's a seizure. It's a type of seizure that happens in infants. Um, so we rushed to the ER, um, met with a neurologist at the hospital. They did a bunch of tests, confirmed that it was, in fact, infantile spasms, and that was sort of the impetus for everything that ensued thereafter that eventually led us to diagnosis. And we're going to do a full episode on how we got to a diagnosis with Charlie because it was a long journey in and of itself. And we feel very fortunate because a lot of people in our situation don't ever get a diagnosis. Um, and we were so close to being in the same boat as very, well. We felt like that was very probable that we would be in that situation. So we felt really grateful for the fact that we found out what was going on with Charlie, got a diagnosis, and we'll share what test it was that eventually got us there. Um, but that's how we found out that Charlie had this rare genetic disease called CDG, stands for congenital disorder of glycosylation. Chase and I are both carriers of this mutated gene um, that causes that. And then with Ava, so once we knew that there was something genetic going on with Charlie, that she had this genetic diagnosis, we knew that 25% um, of future children, there was a, tw sorry, we knew that there was a 25% chance that any future children that we had could also have the same diagnosis since Chase and I were both carriers of this gene. Um, so we had planned on, uh, you know, we had made the decision at that point, okay, we're not going to get pregnant the natural way anymore. We cannot naturally conceive. It's too risky. There's too much of a chance that they would also have this diagnosis. Um, we, I had met with an IVF clinic at that time because we knew we wanted more kids. Um, but we had also learned that through IVF, we could test our embryos and make sure that they didn't have the same diagnosis, weren't carrying those same genes. And that was a way to um, avoid perpetuating this disease in future children. Anyway, literally while we were in that process, I, we had a surprise pregnancy while preventing. <laughs> um, I was pregnant with Ava. And this was about two and a half, a little over two years after Charlie was born. So they're about, they're almost three years apart. Um, and when I found out that I was pregnant with Ava, really mixed emotions. I was, I was to be honest, I was excited that I was pregnant because like I said, we wanted more kids. Um, and the chances of having a healthy child were much higher than having another child with CDG, but we still knew that that was a chance. I, I also remember that there was a call that they called in and they said that like that we were good, that the, that the baby didn't have, um, they weren't sure, but they didn't think that the baby had CDG. Yeah. I remember they left a message and we were like almost like celebrated and we were so excited. And then the next day after like further review, 
forgot they called about back that. and they were like, actually, actually, she does have CDG. Yeah. Yeah. And they left that info on the voicemail. voicemail. Yeah. So we had at 13 weeks, I was able to do what's called a CVS test. And I, I can share this detail in the next episode, but there's a test that I did where we were able to in utero find out if Ava also had CDG. Um, and yeah, just like Chase said, we found out on a voicemail, it's fine, um, that she was also a carrier. No, not a carrier, that she also had the, the diagnosis. Yeah. Um, and like I said, we get tons of questions about the girls and their diagnosis and how we landed at that. Um, so we'll get into that more. We have a whole episode planned where we'll share all of those details and just kind of the wave of emotions that we went through um, with their diagnosis, how we got to a point where we were okay, because um, it was a lot. You know, we're, we try to be really transparent and honest about that. That's the whole point of, <laughs> of what we do as content creators and of this podcast. But um, we'll get into all of that. Bottom line, we are so thankful for our family. Um, you know, in hindsight, there is no question for Chase or I that it is as it was meant to be. Um, Chase and I are both carriers of this wildly rare genetic mutation. And sometimes we just look at each other and think like, this is a one and only situation. What? Like you're my one and only. It's like, <laughs> what are the odds that we would have ended up together? And we both have the same completely wild, wildly rare genetic mutation. We were meant to have these girls. We were meant to be together. It is as it's meant to be, and we want to change a thing. Not at all. Right, Chase? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so as we said on our, on our trailer of our podcast, that we talk about how life is hard, but life is also beautiful, or life is hard, and life is also beautiful. And um, I hope that as we've kind of shared our story a little bit about, you know, our, our family, uh, we have, you know, a, a different family situation, a different heart maybe than you or other people that uh, that might be listening. But we're grateful for all of those things because it's given us the ability to be empathetic, to see life through different eyes, and then also to appreciate everything that happens in the moment. Um, sure. Because with our girls, uh, you know, we, as far as life goes and prognosis and all those things were because it's so rare we're the ones that are kind of trailblazing that path yeah it does really make you appreciate though every little thing they do every moment that we have with them um it definitely puts things into perspective which again is why we feel like we wouldn't change anything you know there are perfect angels that um bring such a special spirit into our home and into our family um but there's, you know, there's a lot that comes with that. We definitely feel like finding beauty out of the hard is exactly what that situation was because it was hard at the beginning. And it's not to say that it's not hard now, that they're, the day-to-day doesn't have hard aspects. It absolutely does. Um, but we feel so blessed to have them. Like overall, we feel like it is the most beautiful thing. So we'll be able to share more of that in future episodes. Thank you so much again for being here, y'all. Remember to uh, tune in via the Family Made Podcast Network. Um, You can listen wherever you listen to your podcast. You can subscribe to the Family Made YouTube channel to watch if you prefer to do that. Um, And be sure to be following um, our family on social media, Shanna Willardson on Instagram, TikTok, and then 
Willardson family, the Willardson family mm-hmm. on YouTube. Um, please send us your podcast ideas, any feedback that you have. Thanks for being patient with us. We're new at this. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to but talk to you guys it. again. And uh, yeah, diagnosis, full story of diagnosis is coming next, next episode. So we hope you'll join us. Bye. Bye.